0: Welcome to episode 120 of the ADHD Daddles <laughs> podcast. I am James Brown, King, King, King of, of Very Basic Iced Tea.
2: <laughs> Utter bastards.
1: Very
2: well. <laughs> Utter bastards.
1: We'll explain ADHD that in a bit. To say. Also, King of Iced Tea.
2: So.
0: Is that what I said?
2: hi there and welcome to episode 120 of the adhd adults podcast so adhd adults we're gonna have to get out of the fucking way obviously i um sent a whatsapp yesterday because we've set up a gmail account because we're separating the podcasts and we need to store stuff online and i'd set it up and when i went to log in it said you can't log in the passwords changed and it was alex's email for recovery and alex's phone number for recovery and i thought he's changed the, the password and he's He's changed the account. So I sent a message, Alex, if you changed the password, and he went, no, I didn't even know we'd got it. And then I quite passively, aggressively replied to the message earlier that day saying this is the login details and the password. And He went, no, I haven't. I'm not sure. And I thought he obviously has. He's gone in there and he's just, you know, reset it so he can get in there. And then I noticed that I'd set it up as the ADHD adults at gmail.com and
1: the, br- the brilliant is, you genuinely thought i like, somehow had magically got the it skills to hack into an account you just registered and change the password
0: Yep. I know. I said yep. there's no way he's ever going to look at that account. He won't have logged in and changed the password. Yep. But as I said to you, actually, yesterday, Alex, it's like he's he's emotionally battering himself without even realising. It's like, yeah. can I ever be a dad? No. Have I got a dad? No. What shall I accidentally call this? <laughs> the ADHD <daddles. laughs> That's Exactly
1: what it is. He's like he's like a, a, a pound shop Freud, isn't he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every time I log in, it's like, oh.
1: And I was really confused because last November I registered that email and I have and I sent James the password, and I now have no recollection of what that might be or how to end, get in there or
0: ding.
2: Very good ding. Anyway, anyway, I'm James anyway. Bryan, the man who is a man. Um, so, isn't really qualified to talk about the subject today, which is uh, PMDD. And of course, I'm joined by Dr. Alex Connor, who is also a man, sort of. And of course, by Ooh. Mrs. ADHD, who is, of course, a man. Sorry, a woo, woo man. Alex, hi. Good evening, James. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Problem Am is, now I remember like... what you do, because they, they actually do irritate me. I wish I could go back to that. And I will do, obviously, at some point. Beautiful time where I forgot.
1: Sam, someone actually contacted me on Instagram from Australia to say really politely, would, would it annoy James if you said good evening, if it was the morning, and if you said it in a distinguished voice? So I asked James, he said, yes, it fucking would. <laughs> I wish I could remember, I'm have a look for his name and say it. For break because I forgot.
2: They know me too Brilliant. well. And, and, and Mrs. ADHD, hi. Hello. How are you both? Mrs. ADHD first. I said, yeah i mean i know the answer obviously is not good the 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 phone and the laptop being thrown last night um is a good indicator of of your m- mood and mental state so i'll move on to alex <laughs> hi al how are you hello, hello. Oh, i'm excellent thank
1: you and it was scott uh, i don't know if we can say williams but that's a common name anyway who wrote us another a letter that is amazing as well i'll read it another time yeah, really good, thank you. Sam's not allowed to speak, but she thinks she'll cry. I'm going, my, that's my job, is to make you cry today. Um, <laughs> numbers are huge, according to the Metrics guy, you know, who's lazy but sent me an email. And that, incidentally, is despite us being asked to make sure that this sweary-shambolic podcast supports the charity as a private entity and isn't the official charity podcast, and we've been asked by the trustees and the charity commission, and actually even basic common sense. <laughs> and one of them sent us a letter. The one
2: of the listeners, not one of the trustees. <laughs> Did they? And that sorry, sorry. That, that's confused e, e, even me. So, so the podcast can promote the charity, which I think it does, doesn't it? Yes. And it it isn't part of the charity, obviously because of of our behaviour. Yes. Um, and also the charity. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just realised earlier on in the script when we were passive aggressively having a go at each other. When we're yes. writing the script at the same time, and you can see what Alex is typing, I'll type stuff, and I typed in "you vapid ass crease." But you also said where I was a ty- Jimmy Savile fan. I did, and I've just noticed that I've put it in this bit, so it says "I bet you vapid ass crease for no reason," and that's because I typed it in the wrong place. Um, yeah, all that was confusing, but. The charity and not the podcast has de- officially now been nominated for a national diversity award. Not so even nominated, awesome. James.
1: You vapid arse, crease. Short fucking listed. Oh, shortlisted. Sorry, shortlisted. shortlisted. Yeah, we I were guess. nominated
0: ages ago. Shortlisted.
1: Yeah, I yeah. get it. shortlisted. That's a mistake. I yeah. thought we'd been picked off that and churlishly unfollowed Auto Trader because they sponsor the award. <laughs> <What? laughs> so sorry, Auto Trader. <laughs> I won't do it again. They're actually quite funny on Twitter. Excellent. That's right, James. Okay. The letter's from a Robert from <laughs> Giddemand, sort of. <laughs> it says, I'm just going on with it. It says, I listened to your episode on bipolar and ADHD, and bipolar isn't super easy to make light of in a joke letter. He goes on to write, Having said that, did you know that James first experienced mania in 1987, although that was Bross mania as he followed the man Bross around the West oh, Midlands oh, shouting, yeah. when will I be famous at them?
2: Never James, you'll never be famous. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I fu- you know this, <laughs> that was you a good know one. I hated Bross, you know I had a, I No, no, you, you my, desperately my wanted to be famous. Me. The fucking the whole, I did, but the whole. You had Grolsch like, people in your shoes, and you know it. I fucking oh, oh
1: my god! I think me, I put the cat amongst the pigeons there, Sam.
0: Oh, don't do that. You know I love pigeons. Oh, it's gosh. a Bros
1: <laughs> reference. It's the, I believe, the fourth single.
0: Really? Mm.
1: You're definitely oh, the god, Craig from Bros, aren't you, Alex? Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and we're <laughs> the twins.
1: We've had a real well, like Can all I read it
0: not out? Oh, yeah, go on.
1: It says, <laughs> Hi, all. Just wanted to share two things with the three of you. One, i,
0: I need to beat it, obviously.
1: You are, you are a bit. One, <laughs> love the new question mark, longer ding outro of the podcast, which I've 100% definitely heard. I've always felt the theme music was way too short because it absolutely kicks dopamine ass, which means arse, I believe. The bell tolling made me grin like an idiot. Have you thought of releasing the outro as a full-length ding single? Now that you're on Spotify, Sam. (laughs) Me? Nice. Now that there's video on Spotify, Sam, I feel like I have to go... So Sam really is is feeling anxious about the Spotify, even though it's all of us. Sam takes responsibility for everything, which means I don't have to. I feel like I have to go through every episode twice, once to see your collective crazy, and once to actually hear what you're saying. Watching and hearing at the same time does not compute, unfortunately, perhaps because of the thing to know. <laughs> Lots of love from Poland or Finland, depending on where I am at the moment. Zusa. And I thought it meant just don't know which it is, which it would have been funnier. <laughs> That's a lovely, brilliant message.
0: Were you unaware that you changed the outro, James?
2: Yeah, I think the tech phone <laughs> made a mistake there.
0: <laughs> and put the whole whole thing in.
2: Did they? Yeah. I mean, it's oh well. It's anyway,
0: a... you have Sessions to thank for this. It's his yeah, music, packed, and rocks. maybe he could put it out as a twelve-inch ding.
1: You know, some.
0: Sessions sent me,
1: session sent me a video of a rave where my voice was included in the. Yeah, yeah. What is going on with our lives since we started <laughs> since Well, in. that
0: was all down to him, to be honest. That was
1: everything's all talk. down to him. I know.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, no. I'm st- well I'm still done, threatened Pat. by that. <laughs> yeah, internationally, yes. James. Really good question. Yes. And um, uh, if, if I check, and I'm, you know, I'm scrumpling paper. I guess I just say it out loud now. Yeah. Uh, 162 countries. What are the chances? I think you know. This week's country is almost certainly not Monaco. More of a principality, James. Where very unhelpfully, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> the script guy has chosen not the fucking obvious French, but he's chosen. Monégasque, which is derived from Lingurian, a Gallo Roman language spoken in Liguria, the coastal region in northern Italy, and which James definitely didn't have to Google for about 20 minutes. So, a wildly <laughs> overconfident salui et un cantal to one Monaco local who's banned from every casino, so only listens to the podcast because they run an underground gambling ring based on how many times San gets distracted on the podcast. The answer is many, many, many
2: times. She's distracted right now. <laughs> she really is. Anyway, as usual, this speed two cruise control of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts. I don't know what that is. is. Did you not see the is sequence it where he of the
0: puts a brick
2: on? on... That... Oh, they have sex. <laughs> no, you're thinking of no no, 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 You're thinking of Father Ted, Sam, where he puts a brick on a milk float that goes around an island on the accelerator don't they pedal. Do that on speed. Spe- Oh, and it's a film.
0: So
2: <laughs> oh, God. let see. This really shouldn't take this long should it anyway it's a bad film it's a bad film it's a bad 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 film we choose a theme last week was about adhd and bipolar disorders and this week based on last week because we realized that we should do something on pmdd we're going to talk about a different mood disorder and one actually looking at the list of requested episodes we've been asked for fucking ages to cover and that's premenstrual dysphoric disorder or pmdd Thanks to Annie, Miss Crawley off of Discord and Megan for asking uh, for us to cover this and anybody else to ask for something related. Yes, discard. Change that in the script. As usual, three parts include the Keith Orville of Evidence, Alex the Psycho Education Monkey. Hello. Tell us all about the topic, our personal reflections on the theme for what they're worth with two men and a Mrs. ADHD. And then finally, the top tips, typics, spunk trumping, Gabby Logan, etc., Up to last part. So, Alex, (laughs) I'm not going to make any jokes for this bit as we now suspect that Sam has PMDD. And and that's not out of respect. You know, it's largely out of fear because the biceps are way bigger than mine. Tell us about PMDD.
1: Yeah, that is a wise choice. You could kill us easily, both Mm. of us. Mm. Okay. It's important to start, obviously, by saying that we, between two thirds and three quarters of our little team here are male. And therefore, don't have lived experience <laughs> of PMDD. Well, as anyone who was listening last week might remember, there is a chance that a third of us does have lived experience of PMDD. A if chance. you Google, yeah, if you Google premenstrual dysphoric disorder, the full name for PMDD, which you know the script guy clearly did, you might find it described as very severe form of PMS or premenstrual syndrome. And that's what the mental health charity Mind says about PMDD. And Mind is a brilliant organisation. And what they're doing is reflecting the terms people tend to use. And also that there is some confusion in the big book of doctor words that James consults. But PMDD itself was added to the DSM-5. That's the most recent version of the Handbook of psychology, uh, Psychiatry. Sorry, we keep banging on about. And in the DSM-5, PMDD is actually what PMS... Is now called in psychiatric terms.
0: So, are they the same? Is that what you're saying? They're the same things.
1: It's such a good question, Sam. James, I'm not, I'm fairly certain we don't need you anymore for all of this section. You can do something else. Brilliant. <laughs> it does ruin my next joke, Sam, in the script, which says, I mean, joke. Says, <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't read it out though, did I? So, you'll have to frankly, <laughs> frantically change that last bit. Um, and you did <laughs> bloody one. so well, I
0: didn't read out what you said, but I read out something similar. No, of
1: course.
2: Was that oppositional? Was that oppositional? Did you see it and think, actually, I'm going to read out something that's just slightly different because it'll throw him off?
0: No, I just okay. read my original thought and then saw the comment and thought, it's similar.
2: Brilliant. I'll, fuck you, yeah, that'll do.
0: That'll do.
1: In the past 50 years... Um, so James blink of an eye for you the term PMS or premenstrual syndrome has become pretty much accepted everywhere and there are some effective treatments being available depending on whether you talk to women or not about that Mm. Uh, a knock-on effect of this is that the widespread public awareness of premenstrual experience many women now use the term PMS as a noun or as an adjective as a verb such as I'm PMSing and the types of Large, multinational companies that sell, let's say, supplements that do fuck all for people's health. Those people.
2: (laughs) Have we checked? Sorry, um, I know we have a lawyer because she lives with you. You checked that statement. I have, yes,
1: but our lawyer is still a pebble, James, that you've put googly eyes on. So I wouldn't say it's watertight defence. Anyway, these large bullshit companies started selling over-the-counter remedies, promoted as cures in James's little rabbit ears for PMS exploiting the fact that many women believe they suffer from the disorder PMS. This next bit is a hospital pass from the script guy who's a twat, because of course this might be a difficult thing to hear coming from a male of sorts, but there may be in the literature a confusion between the disorder PMS and premenstrual phys- physical effects that most women face uh, with their period. Research suggested that most women, over 90%, in fact, say they get premenstrual symptoms, bloating, headaches, moodiness, and so on. And this has been conflated with the actual symptoms of the disorder, PMS. Confused? Of course you're not. This is not downplaying the impact of, in inverted commas, normal premenstrual symptoms. Rather, they're two different unpleasant things, the symptoms and varying severity of PMS, the syndrome are the reason that most women report that they have it. The symptoms of PMS are a, and now this is from the big nonsense, a combination of physical and emotional symptoms that many women get after ovulation and before the start of their menstrual period, which is hand-wavingly vague. Clearly, this is led to PMS being more clearly defined as moderate-severe PMS and PMDD, which has technically replaced PMS as a, a diagnosis for many women clear
0: no not really so so it used to be pms and now it's pmdd but yeah. pms still exists it's just not as severe as pmdd
1: oh okay now you're listening unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> that, that monaco that monaco gambler's gonna lose his shirt I did expect James to be listening and to ask that exact question. So I have got some prepared script guy, did it. Here are some definitions which are absolutely not a boring list of three things. They they are that. PMS itself, as a term, does continue to be used, James.
2: But for the reasons (laughs)
1: mentioned earlier, it encompasses a really wide range of severity and therefore it's it's not particularly used medically speaking. Around a third of women, maybe 30% of women in the UK would fit into the category of having PMS. Molymina, which I bet almost none of our listeners have heard of, especially men, and I'm definitely not reading it myself out loud for the first time I am, literally, the first time I've said it out loud. That refers to a group of symptoms that can occur before menstruation. Around 80 to 90% of women will, at some point in their lives, experience. These symptoms, which explains that 90% of women who report that they have the disorder PMS. It's really important, again, to stress that this is not a pleasant thing to have to deal with. Nobody's downplaying that. They're different things, regardless of medical names and categories. And C or something, PMDD, is used to describe a severe constellation of symptoms, importantly, mostly psychiatric ones. Uh, James, you've actually taken my joke out, haven't you? Genuinely removed it. No. Where? Really? Well, I haven't. I was very, where? I was very happy when? with that. Um, I wrote... I've removed nothing, sir. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, damn it. PM... Oh, <laughs> PMDD is um, um, a more severe constellation of symptoms, psychiatric ones, that lead to periodic interference with day-to-day activities and interference with interpersonal relationships. The mostly psychiatric part of that explains why there's a change in that DSM-5, but women with this degree of symptoms probably comprise about 3 to 5% of the women who are in their reproductive years, which is close to the prevalence in the UK. Which I mentioned earlier, the criteria for that, for PMDD itself, are that in the majority of menstrual cycles, at least five symptoms, from what is quite a long list, includes marked Mood swings, marked irritability, nicely vague again, low mood, anxiety, and interestingly, symptoms such as difficulty concentrating and being overwhelmed. These need to be present in the week before menstruation, and they need to resolve in the days after menstruation.
2: But the entirety of that, which was interesting, my brain is obviously screaming something, something, ADHD.
1: Wait! As we've said before, psychiatry can move incredibly slowly for good reasons, but frustratingly. It took years for PMDD to be added to the DSM. But this is a really important change because the critical involvement of the menstrual cycle in pretty much all psychiatric disorders is now medically widely accepted. The term PMDD in medical terms is is now reserved for that more severe constellation of symptoms. I'm doing my joke now. Fuck it. It's probably the serious constellation.
2: <laughs> Do you see? It's no, so I don't. Because serious it sounds like serious, serious and that isn't. A- oh, serious. Jesus. I mean, I think we need to talk about what jokes are, Alex, don't we? At some point, have a hard chat, really, about what yeah. a joke is. Yeah.
0: Anyway, carry on.
2: All- I, I, I can add tumbleweed at this point. So, people really, really do anything feel the impact to fill the
0: silence, really.
2: Yeah. Rippling, <laughs> awkward silence
1: of a great <laughs> joke. You're messing about. <laughs> so the term PDD is this mostly psychiatric, sort of the least periodic periodic in the in them. Um, men's sense interference with day to day activities and interference with interpersonal relations. As we've said before, Eric James, there is evidence that women with ADHD often experience even more severe mood changes i feel like this is not appropriate for what's a really serious disorder no. even more severe mood changes this is why it's not part of the charity isn't it we've got to go private doing yeah, episodes much, of hormonal yeah. changes <sighs> i'm so sorry because the change in categorizing severe pms to pmdd means that Research, which has only recently started to look at ADHD and PMDD, is difficult to find. Of course it fucking is, because it's about ADHD and it's about women, both underfunded research groups. One study found that the prevalence of PMDD in a small population of women with ADHD was, ready, more than 45%. Remember, it's 3 to 5% of the average population although Wild, in that, that group sense. they found it in 28 percent of the population but it's still wildly higher in the most comparable group women with severe premenstrual symptomology what, what, that should have what been symptomatology that? so at the time <laughs> the, at the time of this research and we're having to go back and rewrite what the papers say because mm-hmm. there wasn't a, a representative value for pmdd at the time so they they went for the most severe premenstrual symptoms mm-hmm. If you compare it to the, to the 5 to 8% of women now classified as PMDD, really, that is a whopping difference. It's 45% or even compared to 5% people with ADHD compared to normos. This was a small study, and it's really thin evidence of a link. But there is much stronger evidence of a link between, for example, bipolar disorders, which we covered last week in Expertly. So bipolar and PMDD are really relatively strongly linked. And remember, ADHD is associated with an increased risk of also having bipolar of almost eightfold. And many people with bipolar, including me, also get misdiagnosed with ADHD and vice versa. What all this means is that there is a very strong expectation. We think that PMDD is more prevalent and highly so in women with ADHD. But guess what? We need more research again.
2: I'm not leaving Vice Versa alone. We're going to talk about that in part two. (laughs) Oh, I know
1: exactly what you're thinking. In original Latin, it would have been Vice. I I was thinking it myself.
0: No. Alex, hi. Hi.
1: What's up? Hello, Governor.
0: Welcome back to episode 120 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we're talking about ADHD and PMD. These are our personal reflections on... PMDD. (laughs) You know what I got distracted by then, don't you?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, James, what are your personal
0: reflections?
2: Oh, well, many, many, Sam, obviously. Um, this is this is this is difficult as a man we all, Al- alex and i are very um clear and open about our lack of intersectionality but the fact that we acknowledge that we are you know white middle class middle aged slightly overweight in alex's case males yeah. and we are we're both lefty kind of liberal you know woke people that like to try what? and <laughs> when you're not killing alex that oh, like okay. to try and to think about as many different demographics and groups as we can it's one of the reasons that we we love doing this is to try and reach out and help people and it is difficult though as a man obviously even one with medical knowledge to talk about this from a personal perspective but from my personal perspective it, it obviously comes from sam to some extent and i'm sure she'll obviously speak with more uh uh value about this but i you know, as somebody with medical knowledge, as a biomedical scientist, as somebody that's, you know, pretend professor, etc., I didn't know about the PMS, PMDD thing. And I definitely no. hadn't ever heard the fucking word molinema before in my life. So it's it's not surprising that women would think that they have PMS when they have a very unpleasant, you know, period of time before they, they menstruate. How, you know, how the fuck are women supposed to get help? When people who know about medical stuff aren't really sure of the difference between it, and when there are companies out there that are selling you, you know these well packaged twelve pounds ninety nine for a month supply of some herb that will do fuck all um, because there's no evidence, but they don't need it because they you sell, sell supplements. supplements. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, to treat your the PMS you've got that might not be PMS and might be PMDD or might be melanema, et etc. It's it's hard enough, ding. Mm-hmm for women to get help with these things we've said this before the issues like you know endometriosis and pmdd if they were male issues i'm pretty sure a lot more research would be going on into them i'm not saying they'd be cured but i'm sure we would understand them and have better treatments for them and there's just one last thing i made a note of this um it said something about the effect of you know the menstrual cycle on psychiatric disorders is widely accepted that kind of made me snigger because i know a psychiatrist who's actually well thought of in their field that said um in a a piece of communication about something you and i are both working on there's no evidence that hormones affect mental health which i thought oh my god and that really gives you an impact into the the knowledge and understanding of the basic biology and interplay with psychiatry that that a consultant psychiatrist would say there's no evidence that hormones affect mental health i mean fuck (laughs) them and Sam? Oh, you know. oh, God, you know, I put widely accepted
1: the script because I didn't want to hurt people's feelings if they were medical professionals. And uh, I thought as I'm yeah. writing it, is it though? Is it? Have you asked a woman? Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I we've realised that I have this for mm. a, almost dead bang on a week before i come on my period and it's 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 mm. more difficult now because my periods are more irregular because i'm going through the perimenopause so i'll go through a spate of like bleeding every week which is a bit of a nightmare and then i won't bleed for months and and i never know when i'm going to come on but this is a pretty good indicator for me actually now if i start tracking my mood about a week before i come on i am fucking terrible i'm so low i'm so anxious i'm so Angry. I, I just have all the things going on. It's just awful, and it it affects everything. And probably for the first um, two or three days that I'm bleeding as well. So I've just started bleeding now, and I'm still really angry and really upset. And had a complete meltdown last night where I threw my phone and my laptop, and I was just hysterically crying. It's just it's an absolute nightmare for me, and I don't know what I can do about it. So I've tried all the the supplements that you can take for like long term and and they actually do work for some people you know some people report back that they work for them but for me just nothing works and I don't know what I can do about this and and what what can be done I don't think there is any help for this is there or is there
2: no no there are there are there are treatment remember you're talking about the psychiatric impact of this so that clearly there there is help in terms of you know medications that can help control the mood swings etc that can help control the anxiety there are talking therapies that can help with the psychiatric elements of it and that's really the key here is for many people the physical symptoms premenstrually are bad enough and mood yeah. swings but when it gets to the point that, that it is marked mood swings marked irritability marked anxiety that that is having a, an effect on your ability to function on your relationships, then you're looking at a psychiatric disorder that can be supported through, you know, psychiatric and psychological therapies. And, and yeah, medical therapies
1: oh, as sorry. well. So there's an SSL yeah, and... I-
0: Yes and what I, I was going to say actually, I was better when I was on antidepressants definitely, and I know and you two will know a lot more about this than me, but I know that lots of women um for this very reason will increase their um their their dose of the ADHD medication during this time, and that's something yeah. I've not really thought about before because I didn't know that I had it. Which sounds ridiculous, but I'm not very good at knowing what I'm feeling, and I'm not very good at self reflecting on that. But that's something maybe I could look at is increasing my medication during this time because I know that can be done.
1: We we obviously don't uh, tell people to do that without medical help. but we know a lot obviously, of people do. yeah. And and one of the treatments for PMDD is an snri which is like so prozac's mm. an ssri that's just serotonin but snri is so a serotonin and noradrenaline and that's two-thirds of lisdex so it's lisdex right. without affecting dopamine it's literally one of the medical therapies that the Ops and Keine college recommend for pmdd so yeah it, plus all the other stuff they also talk about the extreme surgical hysterectomy type things which as a man, it makes me very, very uncomfortable that that's how we think women should be treated for, for these things. But, you know,
0: I really I, yeah, no, I I had it myself, actually. And I don't know, would that help with it? Because that was the next that was the next thing I was going to have, wasn't it? The surgeon was going to give me her, for my because I've got endometriosis, endometriosis. and adenomyosis. Adenomy- 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 adenomy-
2: adenomy- adenomy-
0: That one. Um, Yeah. So I was going to have a hysterectomy for that. But then that improved a little bit as I'm going through the perimenopause now. It's not as bad. I can cope with the pain. And that's the only kind of thing that I thought. But yeah, maybe if this could help with that. Sorry, I'm thinking out loud about myself and this has got nothing to
1: do. Well, that's it, isn't it? That's what that's what you do. And that's why. Oh, God, I'm going to vomit. That's why I've learned so much about periods (laughs) and PMDD from you, because other people don't say when I'm bleeding because culturally Uh, we're not, we're expected not to women are expected not to. Right. And it's just a word. It's just a fact. I I have nosebleeds all the time. It is literally the same thing. And, and yet, sorry,
0: I've just remembered something, but I'll bring it up later.
1: Come.
2: Is is You've got a bus to get this is horribly ableist language with a vampire in the room for you to consistently (laughs) talk about it. (laughs) It is. Oh, God. Oh, you've
1: got ever so <laughs> pale, James. Actually, forget that. You haven't. Normal. <laughs> um, and I've started Can trying to Can I just ask? That. Yeah.
0: To, um, so, if, because I have, I'm going to talk about this probably in Thursdays about how my week's gone, but Friday. I've been handed, I've been Friday, <laughs> yeah. um, I have actually had my appointment now with the gp you know i i kept forgetting it and not answering yeah. the phone and stuff i've now had my shared care agreement signed um, oh well and done handed Roop. back to my gp Roop. yay um so now if i wanted to increase my medication for this week or so i'd probably have to go back to a titration nurse wouldn't i
2: well you're my on GP you can't can anyway because you're on 70 me. but yeah
0: but some people take a top it's, up it's, don't it's, they maybe...
2: yeah it's yeah it's com- it's co- yeah it's complicated if you're on a mixture of short release and prolonged release and you have some flexibility within your prescription and your titrator has said on some days you can't top up at this point but obviously if it impacts your sleep that's up to you in your case on LizDex, you're on the top dose and therefore you can't yeah, take more than Yeah but some people 17. who
0: are on the top dose also take a top up of fentanyl oh, or something like that yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah, it's
1: a but difficult yeah, but, pharmacological yeah. question of, of how they get hold of it and if it's medically prescribed or not. And Yeah, it's w-
0: through the titration
1: team. Okay, then, then it's, 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 you will have to go back to the mental health team. The GP wouldn't yeah. be able to do that. Unless, so. unless they felt it was appropriate and they were very, very well trained and then they can. It's a medical decision. Yeah, they're not. And you could also talk Sorry. to them about SNRIs. This is what this is oh, for. Yeah. This is literally what the podcast is for, to have these conversations. I don't know why I'm defending yeah, you. No, yeah, I, I
0: have come off my um, antidepressants actually because I haven't needed them since um, I've been on listex. Yeah, yeah, saying, and you seem actually, fine. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> actually, I, generally I am, but this period actually I do do not cope well at all. So maybe that's something I need to talk to my GP about. Maybe I could. my Antidepressants are difficult though because no, you can't just keep coming I, on and off yeah. them.
2: No, it's no. I, I think, like, I think it, um, it's not like our to...
0: medication, which you can come off and off, yeah. or off and on.
2: I, th- so. I think there are ways in which we we can deal with it by trying to work out. Rough. I know it's it's when you're perimenopausal, the the dates vary, but trying to work out when we think it might happen, and both of us understanding that this is going to be a time when you are going to be you know uh, suffering from those extremes of irritability and mood swings as well as the physical things and we can then work around that rather than having to take an extra medication which you wouldn't need yeah. for three weeks of the month. Hey, Alex yeah. have you done hey, your Alex, bit? Alex
0: yes sorry sorry no he hasn't I'm sorry I just talked over him constantly oh, and certainly. continue to do so.
1: Have I done my <laughs> bit on my personal reflections of <laughs> menstrual <laughs> dysphoria? No um I, so I've learned a lot from Sam, and I think I think we say worser as well. Worser?: Oh, that's God. one for the Latin enthusiasts. I get a lot of like hate on the um, on the social medias for my grammar pedantry or pedantry mm. against you two. Somebody I sent did me that a mess- it
0: would be VK. It would be VK. It wouldn't. Well, it would have been a, wor- a
1: worse sound, I think like wheny weedy weechy, they probably would have used a word. noise. Uh, and, but somebody sent me a thing saying, when you criticise Sam for saying disinterested, look, dictionary definition of disinterested can mean exactly what she said. So I've had to explain that all language is organic and I only ever criticise you two to be horrible. It, 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 nobody should criticise anyone's language, I've said it before. It is just to piss Sam and James off. And um, I obviously I don't have any personal reflections. What I will say for men out there is do not point out AMDD to your partner unless you're supernaturally sure that your feedback has been requested. This I have discovered mm. is fundamental.
0: Oh, what did you go to Lisa and say, You've got this? You're a nightmare a week before your period.
1: I don't think so. I don't think I would have. It doesn't sound like the sort of mistake doesn't I would sound
0: like you, does it?
1: No at all. At
2: all. At all. Anyway, I'm missing several <laughs> fingers. This is um, this is this no is, this is enjoyable, but it's but it's going on. So we have it is. Got I'm time so sorry. Game, it's going to have to be no time. No, no, it's not you. It's it's Alex. Um, really, really quick game, Alex. It's about blood tests. are You ready? I was me- I was meant to have, ironically, blood. I was meant to have a blood test yesterday. Obviously, I got it wrong. So how did I get it wrong? And this okay. may have happened before, but it's definitely a different game. So, did I go on the wrong day? Did I go okay. to the wrong place? Or had I made the wrong appointment? I made a GP appointment instead. Wrong day, wrong place, wrong appointment. Um, I don't think it's wrong
1: day because you never go out in the day because you can't. You'd explode. You're a vampire. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it was the wrong. Place because you can smell blood for three thousand kilometers because you were Dracula, so it's the wrong appointment. You spoke to your GP.
2: I've got to say, I'm obviously thrilled you're wrong, but that's the best. That is the best series of answers you've done. That was that was brilliant. No, I went to the wrong place, yeah, but... and it was only when I was trying to log in on the screen and it kept saying no, and it kept saying no, and I looked, I went, Oh no, yes yeah, medic not albury oh, And yeah. it's not quite Sussex, <laughs> so sorry, is hung... it, but still. But, but I'd also put it in my diary twice for the for the wrong day, so I may have been there at the wrong time and in the wrong place. It's just yeah, ADHD. So I think we're I think we're eleven. I think that's thirteen all. But well done for being funny. Probably the third time in your life. We'll take a break and we'll be back for part three.
1: Don't trumpet. Welcome back to episode one hundred and twenty of the ADHD Daddles <laughs> podcast. We are talking about Bastard. all things PMDD, premenstrual uh, dysphoria disorder. As always in Part Three, we've got a man's top tips for women with premenstrual symptoms. This is this is a tightrope. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I guess I guess we'll we'll hear from Sam. I should start with you, James, first. Obviously,
2: James' top tips. Obviously, yes. Well, I don't have. A, I obviously don't have a tip for women. I have a tip for men, and that's okay. obviously for the men who. <laughs> that, that was a good was a thing.
0: Good. That was
2: <laughs> really good, <laughs> and it's true. That was a good. It is actually. True, uh, yeah, though. that was that was that was a good well, thing for both. Um, if, yes, if I can just if I can just give my tip. Ding, Sorry then yes um yeah it's 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 yeah it's for men it's for the men that, that live with women work with women support women which is all men and that's advocate support listen and accept we shouldn't live in a society where women feel they can't talk about period products and menstruation we shouldn't live in a society where men say to women oh god you're pmsing if they show any emotion whatsoever men need to sort themselves the fuck out and start supporting women because we don't have to live with this and we are kind of wonderfully naively uninvolved in that we just it's a thing we don't talk about oh we don't yeah we don't talk about that you we don't let you talk about that because we don't want to know because oh it's grim and yeah well yes you know she gets moody blah 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 etc if this was a thing that men had well men wouldn't have it because we'd fixed it so men sort yourself out support women don't fucking use pms as a pejorative term listen advocate support sam
0: oh me um well yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean the the thing i'm gonna say is i've literally just been trying to um sorry the tracker is, is really important. Yeah. And I've just been trying to catch up and write, think about how I felt the last few days and put it in there because I do forget to do this tracker all the time, but. Uh, It does build up a picture over time. And then that helps you to see that this time, if I look around this time every month, it's it's the same. And I just lose it completely. And it's useful to know that not just for yourself so that you know that it's it's temporary and it will happen. It's also useful. It's also useful to know that so that you can if you feel safe and able to do so speak about this to other people to warn them that this time's going to come up. I'm coming up to this time now and I'm going to be a fucking nightmare. Not just people that you live with, people that you work with as well, because they will have fucking noticed it as well. (laughs) I believe you. And and if you feel safe and able to do so, overshare to the point that it embarrasses people. I I mean, I work with... a lot of the guys my line manager the boss that's up higher they're men but they fucking know everything about me I mean my line manager I've had to walk in when I'm literally covered in blood and I've covered the chair in blood because I've bled through everywhere and I'm like I'm going to have to go home and he's really embarrassed and it's just like yeah just just go Um, but kind of oversharing like that it makes them realise that this isn't just because. and I'm really guilty of this as well I underplay things I can be in so much pain and I could be struggling so much emotionally and just pretend that I'm okay it's what we do right we're really good at masking and that kind of extends sometimes to things like this but you need to show people that you're struggling otherwise they're not going to understand why you're not performing in the same way you're not why you're not dealing with same things in the same way as usual they need to understand and that it, it might take you out of your comfort zone a little bit but if you feel safe and able to do so I would share this with people and and what it does then is it enables other people to share as well because when you're open and I've noticed this the more open I am with people with men and women it gets them to tell me their experiences as well and then before you know it everybody's talking about it and it's just a normal thing that we're all like oh right oh yeah it's rag week you know (laughs) I'm bleeding so I'm a bit of a nightmare this week and then it's just accepted and we all just support each other and that's kind of what you need to do so that would be my top tip and also you know if supplements work for you Carry on taking them. If you want to try them, try them. If you want to go back to your GP and try some medication or something, then you know, do whatever you feel you need to do. Sorry. um that
2: you should be. do 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 things, do lots yeah. of things, do all those just things, do anything, that do just do anything
0: tip. that you feel you need to do. Do
1: what Sam says. It's yeah, <laughs> it's just accurate. We. My, my top tip is, is, I've got a tip for women about talking about periods. Jeez. It's this: We're not little boys who need protecting, but that's what society is allowed to happen. And actually, I don't, I don't think, I, I like that either. We talk about it these things all the time, right? And you get used to it, like your boss has, and you get used to it very quickly to a point where you feel yeah. empowered, that so you can talk about even more things safely. And, and yeah. you go from fear to empowerment. Very fucking quickly, so so, yeah. That, it's it's not really a top tip. I haven't got anything that, I? but I, I'll just say that that I I got used to it so quickly from a position of thinking that it should be I should be embarrassed. To you can't be embarrassed if you spend time with Sam for more than about thirty
2: seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Yes.
2: Sorry. Lovely. Well, thank you. No, stop apologising. This is a really important subject, and I think I think you two have done really well on it. Was I in, was I in this? I don't know. Um, that was episode of, that was episode one hundred and twenty of the ADHD Dadults podcast. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking live that one down now, am I? That's going to go on a t shirt as well. Yeah. Episode one hundred and twenty of the ADHD Dadults podcast, where we talk about ADHD and Premenstrual Dysphoric Disorder or PMD. It's also important to note all the top tips really. If, uh, any women that have any premenstrual symptoms not just PMDD really, it's all, all women should be supported. If by right. a miracle you enjoyed this episode, why not support the ADHD charity that, just checking my legal notes, this private podcast raises money for on the link provided because otherwise Alex will have to carry on being a Powerpuff Girl mascot at Comic Con Contact wait, us
1: uh, Wait, uh, <laughs> Powerpuff Girl reference? Is that a bit of a cell phone James?
2: I am proud of oh, my bro- yeah. bronyism and Powerpuff Girl, <laughs> can I out myself as a wanker just for a second and say
1: that if I you... don't
0: think you need to, I
1: mean, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't. Know. It's like lefty wokey twat. If you identify as a man and you have a period, we, we don't we include you as well. Hi.
0: Obviously.
1: Yeah. yeah, I did. We kept saying women, and we know we we meant. Everything. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, good point then. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, it's just virtue signaling. I hate everyone. hope you all die (laughs) by your hands, preferably. Yeah,
2: preferably. Yeah, yeah. No, Um, good point, actually. Yes, well, and well made. No, it's it's fine. It's it's kind of fine. It's it's it's, it's just ending now, isn't it? It's it's kind of contact us on Discord and the socials and sort of yes. That's what I was waiting for. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Trigger warning backs on. on big on warning on.